I like to have him introduce me every time. Yeah. That was awesome. I think we ought to take up an offering for him. I was like, who is that guy he's introducing? I don't know. Praise God. Well, it's so good to be here with you guys. And uh, I'm just excited with you. Um, I was telling Pastor Jordan, you're not too many people invite me to come and preach on this. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually a subject everybody wants to avoid. But I can tell you, <clears throat> it's a subject that needs to be talked about. And um, it, more than just talked about, it needs to be understood. And so I'm believing, as Pastor Jordan said, I'm also believing for uh, understanding to come. Uh, not just information. Uh, I'm probably going to delude you with information. Uh, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. But at the same time, um, you're going to be able to take something with you. And so that's what's encouraging to me. Amen. So uh, I'd like for you to open your Bibles, if you would, because we do want to mention a few scriptures. Actually, Pastor Jordan just mentioned one, 1 Thessalonians. Uh, we'll go there first, and uh, 1 Thessalonians 5. And I'm excited to be here and share on nutrition this weekend, weight loss, and uh, your overall health. Now, what I'm going to do tonight is basically inter- get this introduced, and then tomorrow, uh, uh, you know, unless the Holy Ghost tells us to do something different. Um, I'm looking at what time it is back there. Make sure I stay on track. Um, and so we're gonna. I'm gonna introduce it real good tonight. Or t- tonight, and then tomorrow we're gonna talk about uh, disease and uh, how to prevent it. Uh, because um, um, regardless of what you've heard, uh, every disease can be prevented. And so we're gonna talk about disease prevention. What you can do to, if you have a disease, to reverse it and to get get that turned around, and, um, and then Sunday night, we're going to talk about weight loss, um, how, you, how you can get the weight off that you need to get off, uh, have questions and answers uh, session towards the end, so hopefully I'll be able to address everything, but if not, at the end, we'll have a, a time that we can ask questions, and I'll do my best to answer them, amen? amen? Father, we thank you tonight for the word, we thank you for all these that have come tonight to hear from you. And we're honored to be here, Lord. We thank you for Pastor Jordan and Pastor Lauren and, and uh, Dr. Jacobs and Pastor Diana for this opportunity, Lord, to be able to, the things you've shown me over the years, the things that I've walked in and walking in now, Lord, I just believe that you'll help me with divine utterance to be able to communicate that yeah. in such a way that brings understanding as your word tells us, in, our, in all of our getting, get understanding. And that's what we need. And Father, I'm believing, as you have written in Ephesians 1, for divine utterance and for a revealing of your word, a divine revelation on this subject, that we not only just come to a seminar and learn and get knowledge, but it becomes revelation to our life and the choices that we make, that regardless of where we are in our health, that we can get this turned around. And we give you all the praise and glory. And everybody said amen. amen. I want to say up front that, of course, I'm not a licensed physician. I do have an earned doctorate, but it's not in medicine. <laughs> praise the Lord. And uh, if you know, and, uh, really, you really don't want a medical doctor talking to you about nutrition. That's right. Let me just say that right up front. I'm not against medical doctors. But at the same time, you wouldn't want to talk to the average medical doctor about nutrition because they have no appreciation, no education, and no in, in, in information regarding that subject. 
and they're the last ones you probably want to talk to. Now, if you need surgery or something like that, you need to go to a physician. But what I'm talking, and I'm not being critical by no means, but what I'm going to be sharing with you is something maybe you, you've never heard before. And uh, I'm not really uh, wanting to talk to you specifically about diets and health things of that nature because the truth is 95% of people that lose weight gain it back. 95%. That's the average. That, uh, to me, that's astounding. And so the things that I've learned over the last 15 years I'm going to try to teach you in three sessions. So pray for me. Amen. So I'm going to do my best to try to help you at least like Pastor Jordan said, get you in that direction, get you uh, stimulated to learn more about it, how your body works and what you can do to fuel it so that you're not with the average person in the world dealing with disease. I realize there's a lot of information in, on weight loss out there and a lot of information on, you know, eating healthy and all that sort of thing. And, uh, and some of that is going to help. Uh, but you need to realize that today there's more health clubs. There's more diet plans. There's more healthy things out there than ever before. And yet people keep getting bigger and bigger every year. You know, the person you've seen at the gym last year still looks the same. Amen. They, they look the same. But you need to realize something. You can't work out or work off a bad diet. So, you know, there's got to be some changes that go on. So my, my approach to this weekend uh, is not just to talk to you about weight loss. I'm going to talk to you about weight loss and how to get all the weight off you need. I, can help, I know how to do that. I can help you do that. But more importantly, I want to answer the question why you ever gained it. So, so my approach is going to be maybe a little bit different. I want to teach you why people have heart disease. I want to teach you why people have strokes. I want to teach you how, why people have type 2 diabetes and then tell you how to get it reversed in about 60 days. So what we want to do is we want to approach it from why. Because if you can figure out why you gained the weight to begin with and learn how to get that turned around, you won't have to worry about gaining weight. And you can live long and strong all the days of your life and go home healthy. Amen? Because you know what's tragic in our country today, actually around the world, but specifically in our country, one-third. Now, this is astounding to me. 33% of people in America are obese. Obese. 72% are overweight. That's seven, almost seven and a half out of ten people are overweight. And that's men, women, and children. Diabetes in children is skyrocketing. Type 2 diabetes. Type 1 diabetes, you can't do nothing about, usually born with that. But type 2 diabetes is reversible. Regardless of what your physicians told you, it's reversible. And you can get it reversed. Amen. So obesity is just, it's growing by leaps and bounds. So again, the approach that I want to talk to you about is why. What I'm going to share with you over the next few sessions is going to challenge you. It's going to challenge the way you think. It's going to challenge the way you approach food. It's going to challenge the way you approach uh, working out and all these different things. But I can tell you, if you'll listen and you'll take good notes, it will change your life forever. It'll change your life. And it doesn't matter if you're thin tonight or you may need to lose a little bit of weight or maybe you need to lose a lot of weight. 
I'll introduce you tonight to three people that one of them lost 162 pounds in my church and just a hair over one year. Another guy you'll, I'll introduce you to has lost 92 pounds. Another woman's lost 100 pounds. And I've helped a lot of people lose 50, 60, 20, 30, whatever. So we've helped people lose a lot of weight, but that's not really the issue. We got to get down to the why. Amen. And so again, I'm not talking, to, I'm not going to be talking to you about just eating organic food, even though you should be. I'm not going to be talking to you just about eating salads or eating squirrel food. Amen. Make a note of this. I'm going to talk to you about cellular nutrition. Cellular nutrition. That's what we're going to talk about. How cells are nutrified. Because the truth is, every person that's born, every one of, every one of you, every person that's born is born with a mineral deficiency. And it is the leading cause of all disease. And so when we begin to understand these things and we begin to apply what we learn, we begin to see our health turning around. There is no uh, money in health. So your average physician, even though I'm not against them, there's no money in health. I'm 53, be 54 this year. I'm under no medications, take no medication. They don't make any money off me. Amen. And I'm not saying all of them are trying to make money. I think most doctors are doing the best they can. But my point is, is they have no appreciation and no training for, for nutritional um, health. But it's a major problem. Amen. You're the only one that can do anything about your health. You're the only one that can do anything about your health. You control what you put in your mouth. You control what you think about. Sometimes people crave different things. Sometimes people crave chocolate. They crave drinks. They, they, they think in, about food and all these sorts of things. And that doesn't mean the person's bad. It just means there's some major mineral deficiencies. Because really when you are uh, supplied and you're not deficient, there are no cravings. I don't crave anything. And so when we begin to understand that, it makes sense. And when we're, by the time we're done Sunday night, it'll all make sense to you. And we'll get you pointed in the right direction. Amen? So let's look at this in 1 Thessalonians. We want to start there in verse five or chapter 5. In verse 23, and it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pastor Jordan just made a mention of that. Spirit, soul, and body. Yes, we have emphasized spirit, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, you are a spirit. That's the primary part of you. Yes, when you take your last breath here, you're going to heaven or hell, whichever one you decided while you were in the body. So yes, your spirit is important, but you need to realize that you are one-third body too, and your body is important. The CEV version says, I pray that God who gives peace will make you completely holy, and, you, and may your spirit, soul, and body be kept healthy. I like that. May your spirit, soul, and body be kept what? Healthy and faultless until the Lord Jesus Christ returns. See, for you and I to finish our race, you can't do it without your body. Your body is your greatest asset. Without your body, you have to go home. And so if you don't care for your body, nobody else is going to care for your body but you. You have to take personal responsibility for your health. 
Your mate can't do it. Your mom can't do it. Your dad can't do it. You have to take personal responsibility for your health. Amen. And that's simple, but it's so profound. You've got to take personal responsibility. Brother Hagin made this statement, which I thought was really, you probably heard it before, but Brother Hagin made this statement before he died. They asked him, they said, if you could have done anything differently in your walk with the Lord, what would it have been? And he said, without hesitation, I would have taken better care of my body. Well, there's nothing, I mean, we're not neglecting the spirit, but in these teachings, I'm going to be dealing more with the body and more with health. Are you with me? You cannot neglect this part, no matter how spiritual you are. You can't spiritualize your weight away. Amen. You have a personal responsibility for your body. Now, I'm going to say this to you, but most of you, it's not your fault because you haven't been taught. And the medical community is not going to teach you. When I start telling you some of these things, you're going to know what to avoid. And you're going to see the weight come off. And if you don't need to lose weight, then you're going to see the fog leave your thinking. You're going to see all sorts of things beginning to take place in your body. Amen? Now look at this in 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. These are just scriptures that tell us about our responsibility. I was telling Pastor Jordan, I said, you know, and this isn't a criticism, please don't take it this way. I said, but can you imagine our churches... If everybody in our churches were well and we didn't have to use our faith on ourselves, on on our body, on on our health, and we could use it for the vision, we could use it to build buildings, we could use it for other people in the body or winning souls because we don't have to wake up every morning praying and hoping we can get out of bed because we hurt. There's a better way to health. And what's happening today is a travesty. The, America is the most medicated nation in the world. And yet we got the best health facilities. We got the best medication. Why are we more sicker than anybody? It's got to be beyond that. I don't know about you, but I, if I'm older and I was on medications, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with staying on medications my whole life. So you've got to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to take back my health. I'm going to make a decision to take back my health. No matter where you're at, no matter how much you want to lose, don't focus on that. Focus, I'm going to take back my health. I'm going to start making some decisions for myself. But listen, you can't make decisions without good information. Most people are trying to make decisions with misinformation. And they're trying to make decisions concerning their body, but they don't know how they're hurting their body. They don't know what what they're putting in their body, how it's affecting their body. And why is their body responding to this way? Is it because I'm getting old? No. No. I told my mom she's 82 years old, and she's on a little bit of blood pressure medicine. She's doing really well. But I told her, I said, Mom, people don't get, their health doesn't break down because they get old. Your health breaks down because your tank gets empty. And when your tank gets empty, it's only a matter of time before it breaks. But if I can keep the tank full and keep my body neutrified, then guess what happens to my body? It stays strong. And it works the way God intended it to work. Amen? 
Now look at this in 1 Corinthians 6. Verse 19. It says, What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? That body is not yours. And we are to live our life to glorify God. What we eat, how we live, how we talk, how we walk should be to glorify God. This body does not belong to me. It belongs to him. And I want to glorify him in this body. I have a responsibility. Now, look at verse 20. It says, for you are, not, you are bought with a price. Therefore, look at glorify. Glorify means honor. Honor God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Notice he didn't just say spirit. He said honor God in the body. Not with the body, but in the body. While you're in it. While your spirit is in your body, I need to glorify God with the body. In other words, my, my, the way my body looks, the way my body functions ought to be functioning for the glory of God. He ought to get honor out of my body, out of the way I live. So the Apostle Paul here is talking about what? The body. And notice it's your responsibility to care for your body, not God's. Amen. The Amplified says this. It says, no, uh, do you not know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives within you, whom you have received as a gift from God? This is a gift from God. Amen. And it says, you are not your own. You are bought with a price, purchased with a, a preciousness and paid for, made his own. So then honor and bring glory to him in your body. You see, neglecting to take care of your body over time will open the door to the enemy. If God knows and the devil knows that your body is to glorify God and your body is the one way to get you off the earth, then why wouldn't he attack your body? You can't stay without your body. You can't fulfill the plan of God without your body. You got to have your body. So if I create an atmosphere or create an appetite for people to consume all the things that's going to kill them and they find pleasure in it, eventually I will stop them. So the enemy, while you may, so, so as an example, I may be a person that's not living in sin not having skeletons in the closet, living holy, living clean, living for God. So he can't attack my spirit. But yet I'm out of control in my appetites. I'm out of control in the way that I eat. I'm out of control in the way I'm thinking. I'm out of control in that area. The result is still the same. You're not going to live very long. Jack Cole, he died at 38. Brother Hagin went to him and they said he ate like a pig. Of course, he had spiritual issues too, but that was one of the issues. He didn't care for his body. Died at 38. How many people die of heart disease? You don't listen to the average medical physician. They die in their 50s. You don't listen to athletes. There's not one athlete that's ever lived to be 100. And they got all the best training, all the weightlifting and all that. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be something deeper than this. 
Look at this in 1 Corinthians 10. I'm just sharing some scriptures with you before we get into the meat of this. Are you with me? And again, I'm not being critical or criticizing the medical community. I've got nurses and things in my church. And they're all yes and amen. Because what we're trying to do is help people see. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, and it says, Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all for the glory of God. The Passion Translation says, Whether you eat or drink, live your life in a way that glorifies and honors God. So again, he's talking about eating. Whether you eat, whether you drink, it ought to be for the glory of God. Now that doesn't mean you can't have a, a sweet every once in a while. We're not talking about bondage. But we are talking about, listen to me, having the right kind of thinking when it comes to nutrition. That is huge, what I just said. Having the right kind of thinking, the way, the way you think towards food, the way you think towards nutrition. Amen. Many have failed to, to fulfill the plan of God in their life because they died early. Amen. Longevity. And healthy, and healthy lifestyle is connected to three foundational principles. Number one, the knowledge you possess and act on. You've got to have the knowledge. Number two, the way you think. And number three, deciding to be disciplined. You've got to discipline yourself. Now, I want to go here in 3 John real quickly. 3 John. So it starts with getting knowledge and then acting on that knowledge. And then you have to decide. You've got to change the way you think. Amen. And then deciding to discipline yourself. 3 John chapter 1. There's only one chapter here. And we all know this scripture, but we need to look at it. It says here, Beloved, I wish above all things, verse 2, that you may prosper. Write that word prosper down. That's an important word. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. The word health there means to have sound health, to be whole, uncorrupt. So God wants our health to be uncorrupted. There are things that we do on a daily basis that corrupt our health. Amen. And then the word uh, uh, bodily health there he's talking about is another form, or we could say it this way, bodily health or walking in health is another form of prosperity. I mean, y'all know you can have a million dollars in the bank and you got cancer. You're just a poor man with money because you're poor in your health, right? So having physical health and your body healthy is another form of prosperity. Yet few are walking in it. So notice he said, beloved, it is my will for you to be in health, but it's your choice. Beloved, it is my will for you to do well in your body, but it's your choice. And then it says, as your soul prospers, we know the word soul means your, your mind, your will, and your emotions. So now this is interesting that he's bringing in the way you think into your health. He's bringing the way we think into the way we, what we do. So the condition of your soul will be the condition of your health. The way you think is the way you are. So the condition of my thinking, you don't ever go get a big, big old piece of cake or a honey bun without thinking about it first. You don't think about overeating until you think about it first. 
if the soul is impacted, the life is impacted. Right? If I can get you to think about something long enough and you give attention to it long enough, you'll find yourself doing it, yielding to it, and not knowing that it's a destructive force working against you all the time. Hallelujah. So the condition of the soul is the way I think. And the way I think has an impact on every area of prosperity in my life. For you to lose weight, amen, and not only lose weight, but keep it off, you got to change the way you think. A diet plan is not a plan. A diet plan is not a plan. You know why? Because you get on a diet plan without any information, you lose the weight and you gain it back. Well, that was a good plan. You get on another diet plan, you lose the weight, you lose the weight and you gain it all back. That was a great plan. We're not going to think diets. We're going to think healthy living, making right decisions. Forget a diet. I'm not on any diet, but I watch what I eat. Are y'all with me tonight? So losing weight doesn't begin with a weight plan or a diet plan. It begins by changing the way you think. This is where it begins. It does not begin by going, I think I can do that plan. That says I can eat cake once a week and I can have that once a week. That plan there seems to work me just fine. Praise God. And it's not about that. It's about changing the way you think. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh, in his heart, what is he? So is he. Unless you change the way you think about food, you won't change your actions toward food. You got to change the way you think concerning food. This is where it all begins. He says that I need to take personal responsibility for my health. Those are scriptures I just read. He said that my mind is going to dictate my health. Not the country I live in. Not the genes that I have. Not the color of my skin. What dictates my health is me. My knowledge that I act on. The way I think about things. Amen. That's what we've got to get together. That's the way we've got to start training ourselves to think. Are you with me? A guy in my church, his name is Nash. He's my guitar player. He lost 162 pounds. He's six foot six. At one point, he weighs over 460 pounds. He went to our health seminar like I'm doing this one. And he come up to me, and um, he said, he said, Dad, you know, what, you know what really, and everything that you taught in those three days, three or four days, I don't know how many days I taught. He said, the thing that changed my life is when you said you had to change the way you think. He said, when I changed the way I thought about food, the weight came off. Because that's what I'm trying to drill into you. Forget the diet plan. If you can change the way you think about food, why would you need a diet plan? Because on the diet plan, all we're trying to do is figure out how to fudge. Or how to get fudge. So you know what he did? He started confessing these scriptures I just gave you. How do you renew your mind? Repetition. Faith comes by hearing. 
That's how it comes. He said, so you know what I did? I know. He, I mean, he said, I took those scriptures. And I begin to say that my body is the temple of the Lord. I don't need that, Kate. I don't need that because it's going to harm God's temple. This is my temple. This is not the devil's temple. This is my temple. And then I'm going to glorify God with my temple. And the Lord, you said in there that we're to renew our mind. And I'm renewing my mind by the word of God. And your word tells me that my prosperity isn't connected to my soul. So I thank you, Lord, as I thank, so am I. And I declare that I am a person that has a temple that glorifies you. I glorify you in my body. I glorify you in my decisions. I glorify you with what I do. I want to glorify you in my body. And the way I'm treating my body is wrong. So he started off with repentance. Most people never think about repenting for the way they've destroyed their body. Is it his? Do we involve him in our appetites? Do we even talk to him about the foods we eat? We're just looking for a weight loss plan. He's looking for you to change the way you think. Be more educated. Think about what you're eating. How is that going to impact your health? So he just began to renew his mind. And started thinking, you know, started confessing the word and confessing the word and, and uh, discipline him himself. Amen. Amen. And so as he confessed the word and made better choices, he renewed his mind. Renewing of the mind is a daily, weekly, monthly task for the rest of your life. So it's going to a restaurant, you're already going there knowing what I'm not going to do what I am going to eat. If you're going to go out somewhere, find out what's on the menu before you get there. Make a decision before you get there so that you're not under the pressure while you're there. Find out what they're putting in there. Most of the time when you're going to eat chicken, they don't serve you the most expensive chicken. It's called buy cheap, sell high. Most of the chicken that people eat in restaurants are loaded with estrogen. Estrogen destroys testosterone. Most of the food have all kinds of chemicals in them that destroy your health. Hurt your immune system. Hurt your metabolism. Amen. Because they're trying to make money off you. So you got to change this first. How do I change this? By taking the word and fellowshipping with God in the word. Oh my gosh, i got to hurry. Fellowshipping with God in the word. Say, Father, help me to get a hold of this. I know I've failed in the past. I know I've tried a lot of diet plans in the past, but I'm not going to approach it as a diet plan, Father. I'm going to approach this as a way of thinking. I'm going to take your word, and I'm going to allow your word to renew my mind. This is where it starts, guys, in our thinking. And when he did that, he lost 162 pounds. I think we have a picture of him. There he is. Then I have a, another picture of Faith. Put her up there. She lost 100 pounds. That was the day she, we got her, she went and got another car. My wife and I were with her. She did that in a year. And she didn't do it on a diet plan. She did it on by listening and renewing her mind. 
Then another guy in my church, his name's Doug. He's about 6'6". He's lost 92 pounds in about six months. He looks amazing, don't he? He was offensive lineman for Oklahoma State. And uh, uh, he's a massive guy. And I told him just the other day, I said, how much you lost, Doug? He goes, Dad, I got, 90, I got 92. He goes, well, I'm going to get to 100. I said, when you get to 100, I'm going to buy you a new suit. He said, I'm almost there. Because <laughs> that's his goal. His goal was 100 pounds. Uh-huh. This right here is easy. If you change the way you think, your body will release the weight, and you'll go to the weight that you need to be in. Your body will, will just begin to do that. Are you with me? And, you know, when I decided to do this years ago, I watched my dad die at 59. I watched my father-in-law die at 59. They were the same age, I believe, practically. They both died the same year. And at the time uh, that my dad was in the hospital, and I made a decision after that that food was not going to kill me, that I was not going to allow food to destroy my life. And at the time, I was 42 pounds overweight. I weighed 222 pounds, I think. And I weigh 180 right now. And so I made a decision years ago. I said, food's not going to kill me. And you know what I did? I started learning. It goes back to what Dr. Jacob said before when he was going to write a book. And he told God, I don't know how to write a book. God said, learn. It's exactly what God told me. Learn. And I started for the last 15 years watching videos, reading books. And my wife can tell you, just I spent an enormous amount of time to learn. I don't know everything about it, but I've learned a lot. I've learned how the body functions and what it needs. And so I made a decision that day that disease was not going to kill me. But I got on this, this, uh, I started asking the Lord and started researching why. Why does people get heart disease? Where does it come from? Do you just automatically get it when you get a certain age? Why do people have strokes? Why do all these things happen? Why does somebody's chest have to be torn up and bypass surgery and stents and all these things. Why does all this stuff occur? What's happened? We've got the, supposed to have the smartest people in the world, yet we're the sickest we've ever been. More overweight than we've ever been. Something has to be drastically wrong. And when I started researching some of these things, it was amazing what I found out and started applying to my own life. And over the years, that's what I've done. And it all started with becoming a better steward of my own body. you got to be a better steward. You're only a steward of your body. You don't own your body. Your body belongs to the Lord. Which means you have to take what? Personal responsibility for your body. Are you with me? And some people say, yeah, but there's a quicker way to do it. I'll get bypass surgery. I'll get uh, gastro surgery. I'll get a band. I'll get this. I'll get that. It's only temporary. You didn't do anything about your brain. You didn't do anything about the way you think. So you're going to be a person tormented in your mind with a small stomach. Because you didn't do anything here first. Instead of figuring out why I gained the weight, we hate the weight we've gained. Instead of figuring out what, what caused my thyroid to mess up. What happened to my thyroid? Why did I have all this weight gain? What happened to things? How did I get here? See, that's the question we want to answer. And so as I begin to learn about this, 
I began to learn it wasn't just eating right, which is part of it. You have to eat right. I'm not diminishing that. But I also learned it was about minerals. Now, I'm not here to sell you minerals. It's not what this seminar is about. But I learned how minerals and essential fatty acids and omega-3, 6, and 9s, I learned how those fuel cells. And I learned how most human beings, in fact, everybody, is deficient. They don't have the material they need to fix their body. I always remember this. Your body knows how to fix itself. Your body wants to fix itself. But if it doesn't have the raw materials that it needs, it cannot fix itself. It's like a fireman that knows how to put out a fire, but he doesn't have a hose and he doesn't have water. Our bodies know how to repair itself. But if we don't give it the raw materials that it needs, then it cannot fix itself. And so I started listening to two people I want to introduce you to. One of them is Dr. Wallach, W-A-L-L-A-C-H. Dr. Wallach has uh, been around. He's in his 80s. He's been around forever. He's the grandfather of all this stuff. He's, in, he's got writings in the Smithsonian Institute. He's the only physician that went, to, uh, that went to court against the FDA and won so that he could say in front of people, he does 300 seminars a year, that he could say that cholesterol has never given anybody a heart attack. And it's a fact. And then Dr. Glidden is another one. He's an understudy of Dr. Wallach. I started watching why people get high blood pressure. Why do people have high blood pressure? You have high blood pressure because you got a bad gene? Nope. Got a blood pressure because you're the wrong color? Nope. Got high blood pressure uh, because it was passed down? No. There's a reason why people have high blood pressure. Say, what is it? I'll tell you shortly. <laughs> There are 90 essential minerals, vitamins that you need on an everyday basis. Your body needs them, but your body doesn't produce them. Every one of us, we're made from dirt. All minerals are in dirt. Need to get a hold of this. If your cells in your body need minerals, and they don't get them because they're not in the food, some trace minerals and certain minerals are, but not all 90. Are you with me? Yes. You go to any health food store, no matter what they are, they don't have the 90. They'll give you 12, 15, 30, but they don't have all 90. Because what I'm talking about is organic minerals that come right out of the ground that your body needs. But they don't carry them. It's not in the food. Well, let me ask you this. If your body needs minerals, and everybody's body needs minerals, and as you grow older and you burn through your minerals, what do you think your body's going to do? Break down. And if you don't know to replenish it and you don't know what it needs, you just keep eating organic food, but the minerals are not in organic food. You think you're doing right by your health, and you are, but you're not getting the minerals you need to neutrify yourself. You've got to be neutrified. Are y'all with me? And so your body needs all 90 essential, but they're not in the food. All the minerals in the body or all the minerals that the body needs are in the ground. 
But the ground has been stripped from the minerals. The minerals have been stripped from the ground. It's all about minerals. You could take the most organic, fertile dirt in the United States, and it still will have all of them in it. It may have a few, but there's no way you can guarantee down this strip right here, all of them are in this strip. So what happens is, is the body begins to break down when it doesn't have the right minerals in the cells. Are you with me? And because the minerals are not in the dirt, then they're not in the chicken. (laughs) Because the minerals are not in the dirt, there's no calcium in the cow. I asked somebody before, I said, where do you think calcium comes up? They said, cows. I said, no, calcium comes from the ground. That gets in the grass. That gets in the cow. That gets in the milk. But if there's no calcium in the ground, there's no calcium in the grass, there's no calcium in the cow. And every person is supposed to have 1,200 milligrams, 1,200 milligrams of calcium every day. And most People are so deficient in calcium, 278 diseases are connected to calcium deficiency because people don't get enough calcium. But what do they tell you? Don't eat milk. Don't drink milk. Stay away from calcium. My daughter, years ago, she had a kidney stone. Kidney stone's a lack of calcium. She was in Florida and had attack, attacking her kidneys. They took blood work out of her and, and checked her blood, and they said, you got too much calcium. Well, when your body doesn't have enough calcium, it goes to your bones. It pulls it out of your bones, puts it into your bloodstream, and it shows up in your blood. The problem was she didn't didn't have enough calcium. It was dumping it into her bloodstream from her bones. So guess what we did? We hit it with a heavy hammer and got it turned around where she don't have kidney stones no more. Amen. Just talking about cellular nutrition. Amen. And it'll it change the way you think about things. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. So it's a mineral deficiency. And when you start looking at that and you start thinking about all the different diseases that people have and you start looking at, uh, number one, the, 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 the foods that they're eating are all wrong, which we're going to deal with later, not tonight. They give you 12 bad foods you should never eat. You shouldn't even smell them. You shouldn't even be downwind from them. <laughs> Most of you eat them every day. And they're destroying your health. You're going to really love me after that section. <laughs> but when the body has the raw materials that it needs and your tank is full, then you start living healthy. And the truth is every person is born with a mineral deficiency. Every Birth defect is a mineral deficiency in the mother. If you can get somebody, if you can get a woman to get all neutrified 90 days before she conceives, you'll end all forms of birth defects. Birth defects, once she conceives, it's already, it's already too late. But then when the baby is born, the baby needs minerals. Most mothers, whenever they breastfeed their babies, they breastfeed their babies and their babies get colic, they get stomach issues, they get all these issues. And they say, you know, as soon as I put them on Infamil, all of it went away because the average mother only has 20% minerals in her breast milk to help the baby. But Infamil has 100. So the Infamil didn't cure the problem. It's a lack of minerals in the mother. She's not producing them. She didn't produce the quality of milk because she didn't have the minerals. 
Are you with me? So we're talking about fixing problems here. Amen. It's like if you would cut your hand. If you cut your hand, uh, you know, what happens to a hand? If I make a cut here, the cells heal it. They go to work. But if those cells are not neutrified, they can't, they can't fix it. Creflo Dollar, a famous preacher, most of you probably heard of him. His daughter was dying of asthma. She was given up to die. Medical science could not do any more for her. She was uh, uh, going to die. And he called Dr. Wallach. Dr. Wallach went and ministered to her and gave her the things that she needed. She was out of the hospital in seven days. Completely cured in 30. Because he showed him where asthma comes from and the deficiency that goes with asthma. Another doctor was, or uh, the mayor of Atlanta was scheduled for double knee replacement. And he regrew his knees, the cells in his knees, because he had no calcium. So you can regrow cartilage in knees and hips. You've never seen more hips and knee replacements in all that's going on today. What's happened? Because they tell people to get on a fat-free diet. Wait till I tell you the kind of food you're going to be able to eat. You're going to really love me. Bacon, eggs, butter. Come on now. They get people on a fat-free diet, no cholesterol, no calcium. Your brain's 60% fat. Your hormones are 80% cholesterol. And now you have no cholesterol, no fat. Things start breaking down. Why? Because the cells are not neutrified. And guess what happens? Pharmacies get bigger and bigger and bigger. Your body is not craving a drug. I've got to have cholesterol medicine. No, it's not. It's just trying to get fixed. And it's not being fixed. It's being band-aided over. Evander Holyfield, you ever heard of him? Dr. Wallach rebuilt half his heart. He was given up for, for uh, he had a heart attack or something. I forget what it was. And he couldn't box anymore. He went to Dr. Wallach through another doctor, and they rebuilt his heart and went back and got his license and began to box again using minerals that he needed. Heard of, you heard of Jerry Lewis? Dr. Wallach has a cure to muscular dystrophy. Took it to muscular dystrophy. They took it to Jerry Lewis, or he took it to Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis took it to Muscular District, and they fired him. That's why he was off there, and you never seen him again. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is cured in two weeks. Most of those kids are like this because rheumatoid arthritis is connected to a bug, and you kill the bug in two weeks, and it takes about a year to rebuild the cartilage. He's got people that were with rheumatoid arthritis playing a piano within one year. So it's not medication. It's nutrifying the cells. You probably don't know it, but every 66 seconds, there's a new person diagnosed with Alzheimer's. One of the main, one of the main uh, minerals that cures Alzheimer's is selenium. Selenium's in your brain, your eyes, and your heart. And when it breaks down in the brain, it's one of the leading causes of Alzheimer's. Is a lack of selenium. He has people that's got full-blown Alzheimer's off 
their medication and reversed in six months. Because where they're at in the nursing home and the doctor, all they're doing is filling them with drugs. What a terrible thing to think. You know, Alzheimer's didn't even exist before the 60s. It's really a physician-caused disease. Because whenever you tell somebody to get off cholesterol and get off all the things that are going to help them, their health goes south. How could cholesterol be bad when your liver makes it? What do you think statin drugs do? Statin drugs shut your liver down so it don't produce cholesterol. Then guess what happens? Prostate cancer comes in. All kinds of other things come in. Cholesterol is, is, not, your, is, is not your enemy. Praise God. Yes, my MD said it is. You keep listening to him, you won't be around as long as you should be. I like cholesterol. Good cholesterol. My wife can tell you I eat four, six, eight eggs a day. I eat bacon every day. I eat a half a half a, a, a stick, probably sometimes half a stick of butter. Under no medication. See, that blows you out. God. <laughs> Every year, 10,000 athletes die between the ages of 15 and 25. You know why? Selenium. They sweat it out. When selenium is out of the heart, you have a heart attack, you die instantly. Dr. Wallach's done over 30,000 autopsies, and every one of them he's done is a lack of selenium in the heart. That's why these young kids that die on the field doing all these sports, that's exactly what happens to them. All the selenium's gone, and they die. Selenium is a trace mineral that you need. Your body doesn't produce it, but it needs it. When, when you go sweat and you go to the gym, you don't sweat water. You sweat minerals. And let's just think if your tank's already low. If your tank's already low, you're burning through your reserves. So what do we do? We drink water. Or we drink Gatorade. I don't want to tell you how bad that is. That's got two minerals in it. Powerade has four. What I take has 100. What I take replenishes everything I lose. Gatorade don't do that. So what we do is we, we sweat. We think we're sweating. That's why if you ever taste your sweat, it's salty. It's minerals. You know what happens? Your blood boils. Sweat comes from blood boiling. Your sweat boils and it comes through the skin. It's called sweat. And that's minerals. You're sweating out minerals, but you're putting none in. So these athletes, what they do is on the field, they fall over dead. And they don't know what happened to them. Every autopsy he's done, it's been, it's been a mineral deficiency selenium. China, a city over in China called him up because all, a lot of the 1,200 children have died and they didn't know why. He did an autopsy on them and all of them were deficient in selenium. Because you're born deficient. And if anybody needs minerals, it's your children. To go through all the puberty and everything that they need to go through. And so he took these children and uh, he did a study and took, did all these autopsies. And he told them it was a trace mineral, selenium. And what did they do? 
this city of China now gives a one selenium tablet to every child in school every day. And it went away. It's powerful. Heart disease, 99% of heart disease is caused by a nutritional deficiency and inflammation. Inflammation comes from oils in a bottle, no matter what kind of oil it is. We love olive oil. I don't like olive oil. Why? Told you I'm going to really, you want me to stop now or you want to give me a few more minutes? Uh, you're going to clean your cupboard tonight, I'm telling you. Oil in a bottle. I don't care if it's olive oil, coconut oil, Mazzola oil. It has oxidation in it. Oxidation leads to inflammation. If you look at a bottle of oil, the air that's in the top, the air gets into the oil. Once the air gets in the oil, it causes inflammation in the arteries. Unless you're at an olive tree squeezing the olive, <laughs> don't eat olive oil. Where does heart disease come from? Well, the 12 bad foods, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But when you start eating these foods, what happens is, is the artery coming out of your heart the curvature there, what happens, you start eating these bad foods, you eat all this oil, all this inflammation begins to get in the crevice of this artery. It begins to eat a hole in the artery wall and your liver produces calcium and, and cholesterol to go patch the hole so you don't bleed to death. So it goes down into that hole and patches the hole, but yet you keep eating the same thing and eventually it gums up the work. Then they come in with a stent and they want to put a stent in. Well, that's the fixed problem. They only last five years. Stent didn't fix the problem. Bypass surgery didn't fix the problem. Bad food you didn't eliminate is the problem. So when you take, when you take air and you put air in, in oil, it oxidizes. What happens when you take a, 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 a playground and you stick the thing in the ground, you know, the pipe in the ground, the... Swing set, it's trying to eat it. It oxidizes. Right? That's what happens within your system. That oil goes through your heart, goes through your artery, starts gumming up the works. Because everyone's told you, including Dr. Oz, that don't know nothing about health nutrition. He's a cardiologist. He don't know anything about nutrition. He'll tell you that, that Mediterranean diet, boy, that's the big one. That's the good one. No, it's not. It's terrible because of the olive oil. You want to eat salads, put, oil, put vinegar on it, put, um, you know, lemon on it or something else, but don't use oil. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm just trying to help you. It causes inflammation. Inflammation within the, the arteries is the issue. Fried foods, that's another one. Fried food causes what? Inflammation. Where do you think that affects your arteries? We like them deep fried doodads. I know. <laughs> Inflammation comes from oil in a bottle. Microwave popcorn. I'm done. Praise God. Can you give me? Microwave popcorn is, I can't tell you how bad that is. Anytime you heat up, anytime you heat up oil causes carcinogens, which causes cancer. You like popcorn? Get an air popper. 
Get you some real butter and load it up with real butter and a liberal salt and have at it. But don't use microwave popcorn. If you got it in the house, don't go, well, I'll just pop the rest. Throw it away. <laughs> I just pop through this a little bit. No, don't pop through nothing. Just pitch it. And don't give it away because they don't need it either. Air popcorn, uh, microwave popcorn, bad. Processed meats with nitrates, bad. Fried foods, bad. Corn, bad. Soy, bad. Sodas, bad. Wheat, rye, barley, and oats, bad. Let me keep going. Meat cook, well done, bad. How many of y'all still love me? Praise God. So that's how, the, that's how the artery takes place and how the inflammation gets in there and it starts to tear through the wall. So your liver automatically goes, we need to repair it. And it goes to that hole and repairs it, but we keep eating the same thing and it gums everything up. Then we have to have bypass surgery, stents in our hearts and all that, but see, we didn't change the diet. We didn't change anything. All we did was put a Band-Aid on it. So then we go for several more years and they go, well, you know, it's gummed up again. That next artery, we're going to have to get that one too. Okay. And we keep eating the same things. Before long, you don't have any more to work on. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Excuse me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Liver makes cholesterol and it makes calcium. And yet, people have demonized cholesterol. When your brain's 60% fat, 60% fat, it needs cholesterol. Your brain needs cholesterol. Your hormones need cholesterol. And when Dr. Wallach won that battle in court to say that cholesterol, there's never been one case anywhere anywhere in the world that's been proven that cholesterol causes heart attacks or heart disease. It's not there. Amen. There was a deal that was made years ago with Procter & Gamble to demonize cholesterol and to demonize the oils to bring out cholesterol uh, or to bring out the uh, uh, Crisco oil and demonize fat and demonize cholesterol. Amen. Crisco was made as axle grease. It's not even fit for human consumption. But we want to get that Crisco and make them deep fries. <laughs> like I said, 278 diseases are connected to uh, calcium deficiency. People that have chronic back pain. Most people that have chronic back pain, it's not because you're overweight, it's because you don't have enough calcium. Your joints in there. The cushion between your spine. You're lacked in calcium and magnesium. Most women that have massive menstrual cramps, it's because you have a lack of calcium. When you bleed, you bleed out minerals, but you don't replace them. So the menstrual cramps get worse every year. Then people have joint pain, hip pain, all sorts of issues like that. It's calcium. Which is, and, it's not, and it doesn't mean I'm going to drink more milk because it's not in the milk. You could drink 100 glasses of milk and not get out of one scoop what I get out of mine. One scoop of mine gives me all I need for the whole day. And 100 glasses of milk wouldn't even give you that because it's not in the milk. Maybe just a little bit, but not much. 
But that's the reason why people have severe back pain, most of them. Chronic back pain, knee pain. You get up in the morning and your joints hurt. Sometimes it's because you're drinking Diet Cokes. But <laughs> Yeah. So the calcium now is the issue. People have type 2 diabetes not because they got a bad gene. It's not hereditary. It is a cell that doesn't open up and receive sugar. And the two main trace minerals to open up a cell is vanadium and chromium. When people are lacking in vanadium and chromium and 23 other trace minerals, guess what happens? Their cell don't open. I'm talking about type 2 diabetes. Their cell doesn't open, and if their cell doesn't open, you're, you, you need sugar. You couldn't set up without sugar. You couldn't blink your eyes without sugar. Sugar is not your enemy. It's not a matter of sugar. It's how you process it. And most people are not processing the food correctly. And so if you're not nutrified and your cell doesn't open up to receive the sugar, then it sits on the outside of the cell wall. And your pancreas releases more sugar and more sugar. And eventually, guess what? You become diabetic. Well, the problem is the cell. If I nutrify the cell and the cell opens up and the sugar comes in, life's good. But if that cell never opens up, that's the issue. How do we get that cell to open up? Nutrify the cell. If you nutrify the cell, type 2, two diabetes goes away. High blood pressure. How's high blood pressure take place? Because you're overweight? No. High blood pressure mainly is connected to trace minerals, calcium, and magnesium. Because your arteries carry blood away from the heart, veins carry blood to the heart, and in all the arteries are muscles. And the muscles have to be neutrified by calcium and magnesium. So if you don't have enough calcium and magnesium that's in your, in your artery, guess what it stops doing? Pumping right. And so when it becomes restricted, it's like holding a hose and restricting a hose. It goes, it spews out. So when your heart in your artery begins to not pump the way it's supposed to, that's where blood pressure comes in. So does the blood pressure fix the problem? No, it's a Band-Aid. What's the problem? Calcium and magnesium. So when you get enough calcium and magnesium, guess what happens? Blood pressure medicine goes away. Well, praise God. And so all these things challenge our thinking, I realize. All these things, and I'm going to stop. I'm, I got two minutes, so. But all these things challenge our thinking to think, well, I just thought if I ate a healthy piece of chicken, everything's going to be all right. Well, it, it, no, it starts with the way you think and eating properly, but thinking correctly about your cells and how to neutrify those cells. Because when we start neutrifying those cells the way they should be, your health comes back. Your health comes back. And that's what we need to, that's what we need to deal with. Amen? So we need to become more knowledgeable about our body and how to take care of it. And we, when we become more knowledgeable about how to take care of our body and we start applying these things to our life, then our health begins to come back. And we begin to live long and strong and not getting up every day hurting and full of pain. Praise God. Tomorrow we're going to talk about causes of disease and some of them I already mentioned, but there's a lot of others we're going to talk about tomorrow, how to reverse those things, what, what you can take and what you can do. Amen.
And so I hope this has helped you a little bit to get started at least to, uh, to start thinking about our health a little bit differently than the way we've been thinking about it and approaching it a little differently than the way we've been approaching it. Amen? Amen. Just remember, everything that you put in your body has a harvest. Amen? Amen. Pastor Jordan? Yeah, come on. Clap so you don't cry. That's what we're doing. Just clap because you received that by faith. Come on. Thank you, Pastor Dennis, for sharing with us tonight.